We're doing this. This is a live episode on YouTube. Let me switch over to Carpenter. It's really nice not having to change this shit. I will admit. You said it looks yeah. good. I'm just going to leave it. LA no, it's good. No, I'm I'm gonna, it looks fine. Fuck it. It's a lot easier not changing it. I'll say that. So here's here's our uh, theme music for John Carpenter. Don't go out there. Stay with me. I love you. I love you so much. This is 26th episode of John Carpenter Review. My emotions, my human emotion. Keep doing the music. Sorry, I was doing the girl from this movie. Oh, yes. My human emotions are telling me that I love you. Gotta smoke. Welcome to LAW John Carpenter Review, episode 26 for Assault on Precinct 13, 1976. I'm Phoenix West. Dick, Dick, and that title is just so inaccurate, but whatever. What's inaccurate about it? Because it's Dickery. Precinct 9. Uh, no, it's Precinct District 13. 14. No, the it's, it's the whole fucking title doesn't make any sense. Yeah, but it's fine. It works because I <clears throat> I fucking love this movie. With that being I, said, shall you? I loved it. I was like, I had never seen this one before. I had seen the remake, which I thought was fine. Like I don't remember it. Like it was nothing about it that was like memorable. But this one had that charm of John Carpenter, and it felt like, oh, this is where John Carpenter got his start. Like this is. This is the precursor <coughs> to every John Carpenter movie because it's very similar to all of his other movies. It's always about people trapped in a, in a location, being attacked by a bunch of people, and they got to kill everybody. And it's always, you know, it, this one was more fun because they killed uh, that little girl at the beginning of the movie. <laughs> I want a vanilla swirl. <laughs> and that's the best part. <laughs> That that has nothing to do with the movie, really. No, it has everything like, to do with the movie. Not for really no though. reason. Is, no, is, they is kill, the explanation? Because the father character kills the he gets his revenge. He kills the guy that killed his daughter, and then he runs because the other gang members who aren't even the same ethnic background. This is a, the white guy. They're avenging the white guy in the gang, which is funny. And the because and the catalyst. This is the guy that starts all the shit in motion. He dies off screen. Here's how bored I am of this movie. You're I'm totally gonna bored. sign this check that was sent to me and cash it while we talk about this. You know what? What I did with this movie. And I think this is probably why I enjoyed it more. I watched it out of order and then I rewatched it in order. Because it was on, I was. It, what are you doing? You leaving the I'm room? cashing the, the fucking check now, mobily. Um, was it your check from John Carpenter? Was it his, his monthly cigarette money? Five. Oh, I gotta hold against a dark background. Hold, hold still. Oh my god, hold still, check. But uh, I watched this movie because I didn't want to watch it on my computer, so I went to to look for it on Amazon. You had to pay for it, so I went to YouTube. And I discovered they had sections of the movie on YouTube. So I watched it, and it was like the action stuff up front. And it was all cut into the movie. And then it was all of the uh, uh, Napoleon, um, what's his name, Napoleon Lewis stuff was all mashed together in one spot. So I watched 
40 minutes of the movie out of sync. And then I found the movie on YouTube for free, and it was the whole movie. So I watched it, and I'm like, oh, it's in order now. All the sequences line up. Now I understand what's going on. But I had seen pretty much all the best parts already up front. And so when watching the movie as a whole, I can understand why you were bored with it, because there's a lot of spot, spots in between where nothing happens. And it's set up for the big fight at the end of the movie. And I started off with that because it said shootout at Assault Precinct 13. I didn't realize the shootout was basically broken up in between the film because this was like all one big sequence. So I watched all the action pretty much front-loaded, and then I went back and watched the movie by itself, edited the way it was supposed to be. I was like, oh, okay, this makes a lot more sense now. But I enjoyed it. I really enjoyed the movie. I thought it was pretty good. Okay, now I got my cash. check cashed. Yeah, all right. So, um, I said the woman was a robot. It was my second time watching this movie. Yes. I can I get a? I want to. I want I want a long enough H here. I hated this movie the first time. Wow. Second yeah, time yeah. now, to last night. I watched it and I go, now that I, you know, now that I'm, I'm more paying attention to, to like the budgetary and how low yes. budget it was. I, I do respect this movie. I respect yes. the shit out of this movie. I do like it. Do, don't get me wrong. I was bored to fucking tears during it. It is so boring. That. I, like I said, I, I saw it in a, in a very, uh, uh, very avant-garde way of seeing a movie, and I think it made it better for me because I saw like the best parts up front, and then I watched how it was all put together in the movie. I was like, oh, that makes sense, because the way I saw it, I saw <clears throat> the little girl get killed in the first two minutes of the movie, where that doesn't happen until like half an hour into the How movie. do you see a movie that way? Well, because I, I didn't know. I had never seen that. I know. I, I knew what the movie was about, so I, I got the gist of it. And the characters. So you are read the cliff point. notes, and then yeah. you read the novel, and went that. Now, all right, now I know where this is going. Yeah, it actually worked a lot better. Made me enjoy it more. I I watched basically a forty minute cut of all the best stuff, and then I watched the remaining half an hour. Where was there the, forty minutes of best stuff? There's there's was, 12 no, and a half minutes of really good stuff. For, the rest of it is for, just a failed version, for, a better minutes, version of pro-life. Well, I would say, okay. Which is more for, relevant now than ever, considering. For, for, 14, 14 minutes was the was the shooting of the, of the windows, which I thought was hilarious. So the wind, uh, those windows get shot to shit. They shoot every piece of glass in that movie like Die Hard. This yes. is the precursor to Die Hard. No, and it's I, not. It's not. It's a but, precursor to another movie I want to bring up, and but go ahead and finish. No, no. What is it? What's your... from dusk till dawn? Yeah, I mean, it's the same vein. It's, it's one location. Same vein. Worth, they have yeah. the exact same line. Where he goes. She Which goes. One? The robot goes. I have two bullets. Should I save them for us? And right. he goes, yeah, save yeah. them for the next two assholes that come at you. And, and yeah. from dusk till dawn, he goes, save them, save them for the next two fuckers that try to bite you. Yeah, exactly. Well, there same. You go. It's the same plot, same line. Only, yeah. For Nelson is a way better movie, but bigger budget. Fun, yeah. I, I yeah, get well, it. That's, the thing. that's yeah, what, yeah, 
I do factor in the budgetary reasons. I, I don't overlook that. Yeah. And that's why I give it the respect it's due. It is a great movie as far as how big their budget is. Honestly, it's fucking fantastic as yeah. far as their budget goes. They did, they achieved the maximum for what they had. Right. And that's John Carpenter's early stuff in a nutshell. Yeah. He did everything he could with everything he had. The problem is and this he, movie. And, and he, wrote this, he wrote this movie in a weekend. And he did the he did the soundtrack, which is fucking yeah, droning. It's droning in this movie. So dun, and, the, and they have dun, a robot. I want to remove us from screen right here. Look at the middle of our poster behind us, yes, and look at this robot. fucking robot here. Sexy. <laughs> so, I really sexy. did. I thought she was hot. It you was you and the hot. main character of this movie. She really and the main villain. There's that. There's that good part guy. Where she shot. She gets shot and she has no emotion. <sighs> huh? I have been shot. I am now a cripple. Look at my boobies. They're sticking out of my my sweater. I wish I would have saved that other girl who gets shot off screen with the guy that started this gets killed off screen. Because they got killed off screen and you never see it happen. She is oh. a robot. She is a robot. She's terrible. But in this we movie, need, we need to make a point though, which make why this movie is so important. Yes, to the overall sort of Carpenter mythos, if you will, is that the little girl that gets killed is what her name's Kylie Richards, or it's Kylie Richards' sister. It's her she older sister. She grew up. Continue. She at the time. Now at the time, that actress, that girl, little girl actress, is actually a known kid actor. So she's in a bunch of st- Disney stuff. She's known. She's if a, you haven't seen the movie, yeah. she she wants ice cream. There's a gang yeah. on the loose. There's a uh, yeah. there's a multinational gang. Every, all these gangs got together, like the Warriors, and they're like, we need to hunt down whoever. And so all these national multinational gangs get together. So it's like a black dude, a Chicano, and you got the fucking white dude, and it's just a bunch of yeah. randomness in there. They're all they zombies. Indian, Indian rituals that yeah. they carve into their arms. They, they carve their yeah. they carve their arms open and then they, they bleed yeah. into a bowl. And I don't yeah. know what they yeah. do. They fuck the bowl. Do they drink the bowl? What happens to the bowl is beyond me. It's a goblet, really. But there's a goblet of blood. They go down and they just they the one guy's. I like that one guy because he's like he's holding his uh, silencer out the window and he's going like he's seeing yes. like people yes. and on the side of the road. And he goes and he's like practicing. He doesn't actually shoot anyone. Well, that's the other thing I liked about this movie. Every single gun that the gang uses is silencers. So you never Every, hear a gunshot. It Every works. Every shot. And it's cool. It it's works. actually really neat. It I is. I like that. that like I cool. said, a lot about this movie I really, really like. Yeah, I enjoyed it. I thought that was It's clever. just the pacing is what pisses me off. I agree. It is. Because I remember re- when I rewatched it in order, I was like, oh. Because then I fast forwarded because I had already seen everything. So I saw all the good stuff. So I was like fast forwarding the boring, you know. I always say not fast forwarding, it, but you have your reactions to the scenes in general, right? Yeah. And then you have like the big picture, and I always say like you'll be surprised because I, I appreciate the big picture more than the actual individual scenes of a movie. Right. So following Christopher Nolan's first movie, I yes. fucking like an that's an eight movie for me. Cheap as right. shit, but I I appreciate what he's trying to do there, and I loved it. Yeah. Clerk, clerks, same way, right. same exact yeah. thing. Low budget as shit. I don't factor the budget in at all. 
what were you trying to do with the money you had? You succeeded success like really well. Yeah, yeah, you you, you made it work for twenty thousand dollars. So, I I do factor that in this movie. You'll be surprised with my score with it because I I do Ooh. factor that in and what he did with it and okay, great fucking movie, honestly. Yeah, it's just it did bore me to tears at certain points both times I've seen it. But right. I still fucking love this movie. Why do I love it? I know, I enjoyed it immensely. I thought the characters were fun. The Even characters the robot, are the worst part. The robot, the robot with her perky titties, I enjoyed. And uh, I just like because the characters were so very seventies. And of course, you know this was a movie that's inspired by uh, Night of the Living Dead. Yeah. Which again, every clearly is the same kind of idea. And even John Carpenter said this is actually a remake of his famous his favorite Western movie. I think he said Rio Bravo. Yeah, Rio Bravo does make Rio sense. Bravo? I think it's Rio Bravo. I, I, I think. I could be wrong. I, I could double check it, but I'm not, I just don't care. I, I but, bet I um, could. I have it right I here. I think it's, it's Rio Bravo. Because I was watching the uh, like the sort of docu- like behind-the-scenes stuff on it and the interviews with John Carpenter. And John Carpenter basically says, well, I was going to do Rio Eyes Bravo. of Laura. There you go. Rio Bravo, yeah. yeah. So he goes, I was going to do Eyes of Laura Mars, but they bought it as a screenplay. I couldn't direct it. But the guy said, well, what else do you have? And I was like, well, shoot. He, he wrote Assault on Precinct 13, like, relatively fast. I think the original title was something else. It was not Assault on Precinct 13. That was the, the studio came up with that, that, with that title. If you were to, like, name things that bother, if you were to be real, like, Cinema Sin on YouTube, who can go fuck right. themselves. If they were to go, yeah. what, do we na- what do we hate about this movie? Obviously, that would be the first thing. There's no Precinct 13 here ever no, featured. No. It's a stupid title that it could have changed afterward, but never did. So none of it makes any sense ever. The original title was the Anderson Alamo or The Siege, which is a working title. Well, The Siege ended up being a later movie with uh, uh, yeah, Denzel Washington and Bruce Willis. Yeah. and uh, yeah. a bu- totally That's a good movie. movie. It is a good movie. It's, it's and then uh, what's her name? The Annette Benning. Annette Benning, who's the secret undercover blah 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 blah. Remember how she's Wait, working she... for this agency? Then he finds out she's working for this agency, and then well, she was she was the lover of the bad guy, right? Was but she would she used to fuck the terrorist. Now she's yes. fucking, and then she... that movie's just I love it. I love Bruce Willis's speech at the end where they all commit like mutiny. That's oh, a, okay. That part, that part is fun, but other than that, the movie's fucking all over the place and cannot hold focus. Right. You know what I watched again? Just speaking of movie, what I watched today, I remember Daybreakers, the vampire movie with Ethan Hawke and, and Sam Neill and William Dafoe. I never watched it. It's actually it's on HBO Max. They just it's just uh, God, I saw it in theaters. Will you stop giving me movies to watch? I I, I saw it in theaters when it first came out. No, I did it watch was, that. Yeah, I'm sure you have. It's I, I remember seeing it and I didn't remember a thing about it. So I rewatched it. And you know when you watch a movie for like the second time, but you saw it years ago, you start to remember. Oh, that's right. That's what happened. This is what happened. This is the scene. Like, oh, okay. So they had a really good part where Sam Neill gets torn apart. That was a good scene. What's the movie called? It's Daybreakers. not. It's not Day Daybreakers. Thank you. Daybreakers. Yeah, Daybreakers. And it's an Australian movie, one hundred percent, because it's all made in Australia. There it financed is. Financed by Australian money. It was supposed to be like I, think I saw it. Some... I gave it a six. Yeah, it's about, it's about right. It's around that. There's a lot of Blade Two 
elements to it. Like it's very blatant. Well, I can show. I can prove that in one second here. Yeah, Bling! Exactly. And we're done. There you go. Right. You saw it. Yeah, that was all you need. That's yeah, all you see, need. That was that was uh, tells from the crypt. Uh, <laughs> that's that tells from the crypt. We're done stars. with that. Laura Berth. No, but I, like yeah, this movie's a lot of fun. I like the characters. They're just they're to the point. There's not much to them. They, they they exist in the moment, and then and then the movie's over. And I always like to think that he let mm. Napoleon West le- like go away. I would have liked the, or the point like he's let he just let him go. I would say that for two reasons. Yes, because it fits with this movie, and then B, yes, because that's what he does in in the remake. Is that what happened? Okay. Ethan Hawke goes right and walks away from the tree that. Because I did. Was Ethan, Ethan Hawke was the bad guy, right? No, in, Ethan Hawke's the good guy. Uh, Lawrence, Lawrence Fishburne is the bad guy. guy. Right. Okay. Yeah. In the okay, and this is where we do originally have a plan of doing all the John Carpenter remakes, which we will do right. eventually. But that's way like I don't give a shit. That's so far down the line you can't even see it. We'll right. do it eventually. Whenever both of us are like, fuck it, we watched the remake. Let's just do it. But I did like a year ago. I watched the remake, and I go. This one's not actually bad. I like the remake more. Yeah, I remember the remake being decent. I, no, I like it more. Yeah, than I this need to one. Watch it. I, I haven't seen it in a long because time because Dre, Dre DiMatteo's in it in the remake from Sopranos. Lawrence Fishburne is the bad guy. That's yes. why they're breaking into the prison is to get him, their leader, out. Okay, so that makes more sense. So it makes yeah. way more sense other than yeah. a dad whose yeah. whose girl was killed over ice cream. Kills a guy and then flees in, and I had to rewatch this two times to see that scene. So apparently, yeah. I tuned out twenty minutes of this movie. Well, and, and like I said, he dies off screen. You never see him get killed. No, he's alive. Ba- no, he's dead. He's on the stairs going. <laughs> no, he, at the he's end, dead. No, he's dead. He's in the room with that girl. They're dead. I have no reason to to not believe you. So I'll just believe you. Yeah, I don't remember him being on the stairs. At the very end, so, he's like this guy. <laughs> no, that, that I think that they're all dead. that's the cops. They're they're all dead. That, that's uh, that that guy's dead. He's with the other girl. The other girl died. Remember, she goes in that room and she's on the ground and he's next to her. They're dead. No, the dad and is on goes, the stairs I at wish, the very end. I wish I wish I could have saved her, or I wish I would have saved her. <laughs> Computer recognize. I wish I, I would have saved her. her. I am a robot. I am Angela, or or no? What was her name in in that one about the ro- robot and the, on the asteroid? Yeah, it's um, uh, Alicia. Angelica? Alicia. Alicia. Felicia. Alicia. The lonely twas on Classic episode. Okay, so she's a robot. Okay, I will just say this because we have our Sopranos to get to after this. So I want to like be relatively brief while still giving this movie what it what it deserves. You said you like the characters. I would just say this: name a character. Uh, Napoleon Lewis. Name another character. Or Napoleon Wilson, if this is I can't remember Napoleon something. I couldn't tell you the other guys. No, I don't know. So I I say that, but I also say Peter from Dawn of the Dead. This movie is very. Dawn of the Dead. It came out before Dawn of the Dead, but I'm saying, like, that's a movie that's in my top 100. Top 50, really. Right. I th- so I think it's 51, technically, in my top 100. 
But Dawn of the Dead is a movie I, I love. I fucking love that movie. But also, I feel like I feel about that movie how most people feel about this movie. Where I love that movie. It connected to me as a, as a kid. And I can't... Peter... The lady, the helicopter yeah. guy, the, name, the yeah, black dude. Yeah, Other exactly, than that, yeah. yeah, David, like they're all, yeah. it's just, the point is you get their idea of a character. We don't actually know who they are. Yeah. So I get why you say that about this movie. I just don't see that here in this movie. This movie doesn't connect to me in, a, in any certain way, but I also really do enjoy certain aspects of this movie, which makes it very confusing for me to rate because. Well, uh, Napoleon uh, loses the precursor to Snake Plissken. He's great, and and I wish he is honestly, great. I think in all, if this would have been a perfect world, uh, Snake Plissken would have been in this movie, and this would have been how we got introduced to Snake Plissken. This is his first adventure, Admit- and they let him, and they let him go, and then he gets caught doing another crime, and he goes to you know New York prison or whatever. Let's go to the New York State prison and then he goes to escape from la well it's funny you bring that up because i feel i have my notes here how most people view escape from new york is just like this boring like right oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They're like they're bored i'm like i love that movie it's a great movie yeah i love i can watch that all day long yeah that's how i feel about this movie though i've seen like you, fucking then come on in, in escape from new york you can see uh Priscilla Presley get eaten alive by chuds in that scene because that's who that girl is. That's that's uh, Priscilla Presley from Elvis. She's in Escape from She's in Escape from New York. The the actress that plays actress, Priscilla yes. Presley. The first Priscilla it's not Kelly. literally Priscilla Presley because they were Kurt Russell and her were married at that time and they were a couple before he married Goldie Hawn. No, before he married oh Kurt Russell. Sorry, I'm saying yeah, John Kurt Carpenter. Russell. Yes. Okay. So yeah. Yes. 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 John Carpenter yeah. married somebody else because he was with Gallant or no who from his movies? Uh, are you kidding me? Deborah <clears throat> Hill. He was with Deborah Hill. <clears throat> no, but after Deborah Hill was um another woman that he married. No, in this in his movies from Escape from New York. Oh, is she in that? No. Oh, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. What's uh, her uh, name? Maggie. Um, no, uh, Adrian Barbeau. Adrian Barbeau. Thank you. Yeah, that was his wife. That was his wife. Yeah. Yeah, there's a lot of weird overlapping with these kind of movies because they spend so because independent movies spend way longer than Hollywood movies do, so they're spending a lot of fucking time together. So, I, okay, we're getting sidetracked, but while still on topic, is that weird enough? Is this a weird uh, eternal sunshine of the spotless mind for us? Is it where we're getting sidetracked on the same topic? Yes. Okay, so. I, this is why I'm conflicted about rating this movie. Because I love Escape from New York. And it's slow. And people go, it's fucking slow. It's boring. And I'm like, yes, but I like the characters in that movie. And the, and the setting. And the sci-fi nature. But it's weird to, for me to say that. And then go, this movie, I go, no. Mm-hmm. It's boring. And I don't give a shit about any of the characters. I like the black dude. I like the the main yeah. convict. He keeps asking for a cigarette. Yeah, yeah. You gotta smoke. Yeah, but John Carpenter. That's gonna be on John Carpenter's <clears throat> uh, tombstone. You gotta smoke. Yes, and that's where I go. I factor in the budget here, and I go factoring the budget and the time he had, and it's his first movie, Uh-oh. and it comes back to like a movie I really fucking enjoy. I lost you. 
Oh, no. There you go. You're back. Good. What I just said is factoring the budget, and it comes back to a movie I really enjoy. Yeah. It's a weird math. I, I literally do this in my head while I'm watching it. You have to judge movies on when they came out, what they're trying to do, and how much they actually cost. Because this is his first real movie. You have to factor that in. So I will give this a six, even though I have a lot of complaints. But I still do enjoy what he's trying to do here. I think it could have used four or five more drafts of the script, if you ask me. But I, I do enjoy it. It's not a bad movie. It's just, it's really a slog. But it is like, it's a weird learning curve. And you can see, like, he starts here and then takes, and like, he goes. This is, this is ground zero, really. More than his first, you know, film school movie, which we watched prior in another episode. Dark Star. Dark Star. But this one is literally like John <clears throat> Carpenter in a little nutshell, and then he broke through that nutshell and like made these movies, and he never really yeah. strayed too far away from these themes or, or the tones or anything. So and, what what year was the one he the TV movie he did with Learn? Hutton and Andrew Barbeau. What year was that? What movie was that? I can tell you if you the tell one, me the movie. The, the, I can't remember the title. The one where it's uh, the girl was getting stalked and Adrian Barbeau was playing a lesbian in the 70s. Eyes of Laura Mars? No, it was the other. It was a TV movie. Last Foxtrot on Burbank? No. Nope. Zuma Beach? No. Nope. Better Late Than Never? No, it's got to be after this one then. Black Moon Rising? No, El Diablo. Oh, do you mean the? Uh, oh, sorry, we We're actually never... did that episode. The, uh, your. Oh God, we did that one. The TV movie. Yeah, yeah it's TV. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah. No, as I was reading that, I was like, oh wait, we did that. Um, that was '76 as well. Oh, so the same year. Okay. That was. Oh shit! Let me find it here. Sorry, someone's watching me. '78. Oh, it's right after this. Okay. Yeah. No, because, I, I like that movie Halloween, more than this. Yes, I would say you're probably not wrong. And then 1979 was Halloween, right? 78 was Halloween. Or 78 is Halloween. Okay. He did that so movie 70... the same year he did Halloween. Wow, okay, yeah. Big year for him. This movie, I gave a 6 to... The first time I watched it, I gave it a 5. This time, a 6... I would. You said you love the characters. I would say the characters are the weakest piece for me. Right. They are, other than the, the main character who's a bad guy and the main character is a, is a cop. Other than those two guys, I I do laugh when she goes, "Do you want coffee?" He goes, "Yeah." She goes, "You want bl- black?" And he goes, "Thirty years or so." Ha <laughs> <laughs> ha. All right, two cups, of, two scoops of sugar, and she goes. This, it's like a little like mute cute that they have, and they never come together as a as a couple. Instead, it's the main bad guy. Uh, um, what's his name? Right. Um, the French. Yeah, Napoleon. Lewis Napoleon or... and and her come together, I and mean, she just goes. Oh, at the very end, when they're supposed to like have their fucking makeout scene, she goes. Uh, one guy shows up after they kill all the bad guys. He goes, which I love that scene, by the way. The way that it transitioned, it's all the smoke, and the smoke clears, and they're armed with just the basics for hand-to-hand combat, and the cops see him, and they're just ready to fight, and they just sort of drop everything down and go, okay, it's over. We I can show everybody. it. 
It was great. No, it was wonderful. I just want to say wa- my part there at the end is it clears out and she got he, the one EMT goes, we have an ambulance waiting for you or a stretcher waiting for you. And she goes, she looks at uh, Napoleon right, yeah, and she's yeah. like, yeah. And just walks what away. Is- and he's like, he does, he's not like, oh, upset. He's like, it makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. She walked she away. Goes, John Carpenter. I do not understand this concept of love <laughs> humans have. I want to play like a super cut of her being a robot, but let's play this real quick. They have a barrier. Uh, Black cop has a gun with three bullets and he's aiming at this little like pack on the wall that behind the bad guys, the bad guys. Meantime, meanwhile, have been in the very opening of the movie. They, they say they have like all these automatic weapons. If an army stands up to them, they're fucked. Cut to the ending of the movie. All they have is crowbars and like baseball bat. That's all they have. To be honest, they did shoot the shit out of that building. Maybe they ran out of bullets. I mean, they, they stole. You only could steal a finite amount of bullets. They didn't shoot that many. Where an army couldn't handle that. They shot a lot of bullets. They you, you, they spent a good fourteen minutes. Okay, you're proving my movie. point. They had a lot of bullets in that movie. So you're saying an army couldn't withstand that? I'm saying three people, three unarmed people in a police station would stood it. A fucking army definitely could. Well, it doesn't help when your army of stupid gangbangers run in in straight lines. Yes. When they're coming through. And so That's more what I'm getting to is they didn't run in with their guns. They ran in with their crowbars yeah. and baseball bat. It's like, hilarious. Ah! I loved about it. I loved it. And then uh, Napoleon Wilson just like, bah, 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 kills like seven of them right there with three shotgun blows. And then um, I guess they, there's a website or a, a YouTube channel. They did body counts. This movie has like a 60 people body count. It's hilarious. Because the scene where the cops are walking down the, the, the hallway, it goes ding, 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 yep. <laughs> As they pass everybody, it's hilarious. I remember watching that for Terminator 2. Oh, God. The, yeah, same, the same site. Like, boop, 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 yeah. boop, 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 yep. Yeah, I remember seeing that. That was a long, that was like 99, or, you know, something like that. It's probably a different yeah, site, but the point is I heard, remember watching the video when that came out and I was like, oh, holy shit, like so many. A lot of people die in this movie. Yeah, it was early, early internet, but yeah. I guess this was, uh, all the gangbangers are played by USC students. They're all college UFC students, students is what he said. UFC. <laughs> Open fight champion. <laughs> yeah. There's Tito Ortiz. He fucked Janet Jameson until she couldn't walk anymore. He's <laughs> that hard. Brock Lesnar. There's Forrest Griffin ready to come out here. There's Forrest. See, this. this is such a great reveal, though. It this is. is. so awesome. And look at that. I wish it wasn't fuzzy. Well, it's kind of glitching, yeah. What is my but purpose here? What is my She's, purpose here? It's so it's so great. It's such a great reveal. He looks like he has like, one of three things: yeah. a giant chess piece. Yes, it is. Yeah. A oh, fuck, I forgot the other two because that's just what it looks like now. Uh, a uh, some kind of sexual, a weird bong or thing. weird sexual device, but a or a recorder from eight that. Grade. That was the second thing I had. Thank you. The recorder. Yeah, the recorder is the second thing I had there. The third was a sexual device. <laughs> Without the second thing, I just abandoned the whole bit. But you're right. That's what my second thing was, recorder. But that's such a great shot. They're all down. It is. To the it really is. 
She's got the bear. She's got the uh, the butt of the gun ready. He's got his recorder, and then the uh, black sheriff or the black cop has. Um, I can't tell from this angle. It looks like it must be an axe or something. You know the thing that sucks about this is I literally said my first two favorite characters are that guy on the left, then that guy yeah. on the right, and yeah, then well, that's, all, that's all we have. The girl in the middle is a fucking robot. Yes, she is. Let me pause this. Describe your ending of this episode, and then we'll get out of here. But I want to play a couple seconds of her and her yes. romantic dialogue with Napoleon here. Yes. Describe. Finish. End it. Oh, just that's it. They 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 blow up, kill all the rest of the gang members. The cops finally come because um, they, they do. They've been doing. They've been getting reports all night of gunshots happening in the town. Because this is a bad side of town. It's being basically abandoned by the police. Yes, and part and of so, that I liked is the gang members, yeah. they clear the streets. Yes, yes, That part I liked. Yeah. They make it look like nothing's happening. And then these cops, these two bumbling cops are driving around. And this is the only way they realize that something's amiss is when they're stopped at a stoplight, I'm assuming, and they hear raindrops. Just it's not raining, is it? He looks upside. He looks up, and there's the dead phone. The phone. Phone booth repairman. The phone. The, the telephone pole repairman dead, dripping blood on the hood of the car. Oh, she's a, the sexual tension of this robot. She's got something going on. That she's very hot. No, but not as a person. I, I'd say she was a human being. Ready? This guy don't make it. That's the other thing that made me laugh. That scene what is potato? I don't know what that is. Let's play potato. You want to you want to play for it? Okay, let's play potato. All right. One, two, five, two, four, five, five. Potato. No, they do a whole fucking oh. like poem. They do a poem. It's hilarious. In front of an open window where the snipers could be like, yeah. done. Because all right, let's hear what potato is. Because I still cannot figure it out. Haven't you ever heard of the suspension of disbelief? I still want to know what potato is. Where is it? it had, I think it's crazy. Knows what it is. You sure about it? Let's do something else. There he is. What? Potatoes. I'm so ready to learn here. Potatoes. Please. Prison game. What is potato? It's like a slappy hand game that you play in prison. I don't know. The other guy's no, excited I'm, I'm looking, here. I'm looking up right now. Hold on. These two guys right here on screen is all you need to know. And the woman in the background is those fucking chairs doing a 69 in the background. That's all you need to know about this movie. Okay. All right, here we go. Here's potatoes. Dick, I need you to focus here because you have to describe I'm, this I'm, to me because I cannot figure it out. We'll hit it. Okay. Here's the beginning of potatoes. Ready? Yes. I'm ready. One day, two day, three day, four, five day, six day, seven day more. Eight day, nine day, ten day, eleven. Kiss my ass and go to heaven. Why oh you spell you? I told you I'd lose. God damn it, we're gonna do it again. Hey, hey. God damn it. There wasn't time. What happened okay. there? How do you play potato hand game? Hold your hands out in front of you and make two fists. Put one fist on top of the other for one potato for two potatoes keep the top fist in the same position and bring the bottom fist up and block plank it on top keep doing this so that your fists are climbing higher and higher 
all the time. I get. So I surprisingly do get those. Boom, I get it. That, they're doing the on top of thing. I get it. Okay. But, it's, but they don't do that in this scene. But what? Why is there rules on what you have to say? It seems like there's part of it as a song. One day, two days. What is? What is it? I do people know this? It's just it's it's just one potato, two potato, three potato, four, five potato, six potato, seven potato more, and that's the that's the lyric. Why is there a go to heaven thing? Like like fucking. I like think not even else we got involved. It's like, it's, like uh, it's essentially hot potato. It's a, 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 a derivative. I get of hot that. Potato. I get, I do get that. You know what's yeah. a better game? Odd man out. You you do one or two, three people. You need three people. Yeah. You you bub, bub, You know it's it's better. It's the way you do the the rock paper scissors. Really, you do either one or two. Whoever has the odd man out goes. That's what you yeah. do with three people. But you don't have to sing a fucking song about it. Yeah, there ain't much there to that. That's about all I could find on one potato, two potato, three potato, four. It just don't. Five potato, two potato, seven potato. I hate it. I hate the fucking game. Let's get out of think, here, though, right? Do you oh, think go the ahead. game is, the game is, ah, uh, immoral? <laughs> one potato, two potato, I'm black and you're white. Oh, shit, I'm out. I'm gonna go, and, the, and he gets killed because there's a Chicago guy in the back seat and it blows his head off at the end, which I was like, oh. But I like that it cuts it. back to with him without the binoculars. Goes, do you think his like <laughs> window blew out? Yeah. <laughs> Before he looks and is like, yeah. Everyone's like, no, we're fucking done. Like he's no, dead. He's dead. They got him. They, they got, got him. We're done. Him. There's three of us now. He he ran out of luck too. He ran out of luck like he did. No, I, I enjoyed it. It was the first time watching. I'd never seen this movie before. I had heard of. I, I knew about the girl getting shot. I always heard about that. That's the famous thing for this movie. But I give it an eight. I enjoyed it enough to say it's an eight. Look at that. That's hilarious. All these guys running around with silencers. Look at this robot, though. Watch her reaction to all this shit that's going down. Let's go. She's not a person. And I will say this. I only believe they gave John Carpenter the script to pro-life because of this movie. Well, no, all his movies are like this. No, pro-life is exactly this. Um, because uh, um, it's people trapped uh, in a location. From, other people Mars. trying to get in that specific building. Yeah, Ghost from Mars. That's it. That. No, Ghost I, I know what you're saying, that, um, yeah. but pro-life is. Exactly this. Yeah, it's, it's no so variations other than it's a it's yeah. an abortion building. Well, it was written by True Goddard, or uh, who was a big movie guy, Stone Bessard, oh, the Pro Jam guy. Okay, because he wrote Harry? cigarette burns. He wrote cigarette burns too. No, Harry, Harry, he's done. He's long gone. Whatever happened to Harry? Is he dead? He fuck. He pretty much he ruined himself when he kickstarted a movie. Or a TV show for for any cool news, he kickstarted a movie or the show. He got like a hundred, he got hundreds of thousands of dollars, and he never produced the show. So they're like, "You stole all that money, never did anything with it, so fuck you." And he's like, he's a pariah, so he's done. And I think the Me Too movement kind of got him too. Like he was kind of like he got wiped out along with Devin Faraci, and no one ever liked him because all he would he would he would be. They would the studios would buy him out easily. Hollywood so is dead. That's right. 
Goddamn Stay right, tuned. Man. This is the exact conversation for that show. Hollywood is dead. Hollywood is dead. LIW Studios. Debuting July, August, sometime this year. July 29th, I thought. Yeah, I'm just saying, just in case, I'm covering my ass here. Yeah, of course, yeah, that's fine. (laughs) It's a loose schedule. Um, We have to finish John Carpenter first, is the point. Yes, and we're almost done, so... We're um, really almost done. I won't get my rating as far as where it ranks, because that's the point of the last two episodes, is where it ranks, so... And and this one is going to surprise me. I think this might be in my top... I don't want to hear you. I think this one... I don't want to hear you. I don't want to hear it. I think it replaced something. God damn it. I can't believe you're going that high with this thing, but okay. I really am. I'm surprised. I'm really surprised. It it has a 7.3 in IMDb. That's fair. I gave it a 6. I'll give it an 8. I'll gladly give it an 8. I honestly wish I could see it the same like you did. Problem is, I watched this... You've seen it before. Eight, nine, ten years ago, twenty, yes, two, yes. whatever, how long years ago? And it's just a, it's a boring fucking slog of a movie, if you ask me. But also, I really appreciate a lot of things about it. So it's a weirdly confusing movie. It's like a when Adam and I were you here for the um, um, Kurt Russell Kung Fu Chinese movie? What was that called? Showdown. What was it called? Big Trouble of China. Yeah, thank you. Were you here for that, or was it just Adam and I? I don't know. I feel like I would, I would have talked about that movie. Point I is, I, I used to love that movie as a kid, and I watched it as an adult, and I go, don't like it. Wow, I don't like yeah. it. I don't like that movie. Wow. Yeah, you're, you're, you just have no whimsy. No. And Adam loved it, and I go, yeah. I, I, wanna, I know I liked this movie as a kid, but I, I don't like it. I just don't like it. I'm sorry. Like, I feel bad, but I'm like, don't like the movie. I'm so, it didn't I, have the same effect on you. No, it's like, just uh, the whimsy's gone, apparently. Maybe I, uh, maybe the I. The thrill's gone. Had too many beers. I don't know what the what the difference maybe. is. Between now and child. Uh, although, in childhood, I had a lot of beers, too. So, I don't know. I have no reason for. Maybe it's your, maybe it's back pain related. Could be. Uh, but the point is, I was like, it. yeah, I just, I, I feel like everyone loves that movie. And I go, I'm like, eh, yeah. That's one that I think is shocking and it has not been remade. remade. Every single John Carver movie has been remade except for this. It will. Except for, and it, well, that's what I'm waiting for. I've been waiting for that for like 10 years because they've been talking about it forever. And well, there's a weird, and this is something we talk about in Hollywood is Dead, is there's a weird backlash with with. Uh, Disney and and China, where right. Disney's like this movie's not going to make it here, or sorry, China is like your movie here is not going to make it, and Disney goes, all right, fuck it, bye. And it's that was the first time in history this has been happening here in the last like five six years, where Disney's not bowing down to China. It's weird. Well, they are and they're not. It's, yeah, there's a lot. There's a lot. There's a lot, and that's what I want to talk about here, probably in the yeah. first episode. Well, so, yeah, so yeah, please we'll jot that down because that's something I'm interested in. Yeah. Oh yeah, no. There's a long history of 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 Disney in China. Very long history. But it's and weird I'll, that I'll Disney's now going. Maybe you don't show that movie then. And that's we, as well, far as they're going with some of the movies. They're not re-editing. They're not doing anything. They play because Mulan was was the 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 
the B.O. Enzo of anything they have to do with China. So they're full of shit. Mulan was made in China with Chinese money while they were doing bad human rights shit. So Disney uh, has no no moral authority whatsoever. Yeah, the Uyghurs and that sort of shit. And like, oh, here we and we'll throw them in prison. Oh, yeah, and that's and, and, and the girl that starred as Mulan said some funky ass commie shit. And we're just like, ah. And that's why I think, thankfully, the, the pandemic kind of buried that movie and no one really talks about it anymore because it was sort of like lost in the shuffle when they closed all the theaters down because that was a big controversial movie at the time and nobody talks about <clears> it anymore. And you have the pandemic forgot. to think duty yesterday. Yeah. Fucking and Democrats they, oh, over yeah. overreacting and overreaching. And, this and, is what uh, happens if you overreach. And... Um, um, the only guy that came out of the pandemic on top was Tom Cruise. He was the smartest one. He waited on Top Gun 2 to be released after the pandemic. He goes, we're going to release it when his theaters are open 100%. And he's reaping the benefits. That was the smartest decision of his career. It's the biggest movie of his career. He's not even really smart. smart to realize that. He's just like, it makes it makes sense, honestly. Because they were going to release that on Paramount+. Plus. <clears throat> In, in last, no. like last Tom Smart, year, Tom, Tom Cruise, it. and his production team don't fuck around. They go, no, he's, no, 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 he's no. Tom Cruise is smart. I don't like the guy. I think he's fucking evil. If you ask me, he's evil. He's just nuts. He's evil. What he's willing to back is fucking evil. Therefore, he's evil. If you ask me, just associative that sort of thing. But the religion, religion he's he's willing to back is evil. Therefore, he's evil if he's the head of it. I have to I have to make those connections. Well, he's not the head of it. He's just got lost. No, he's the media he's... presence of that fucking religion. Therefore, he's well, not so much anymore. It's all done now. He's not. He's not. They, they've. They've. He's been completely. I've been so fucking anti Scientology since I moved to LA yeah. and I heard about them. I was like, oh, yeah. oh fuck oh, you yeah. guys. So fucking no, hard. They're, they're done now. They're <clears> over. They're all done now. But once you like realize what Scientology is actually doing, this is, again, another oh, yeah. product, another episode that we need to do on Hollywood is oh, Dead. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So maybe episode two is the Scientology yeah, I, stuff. I, I, I worked for a Scientology company, so I can tell you all kinds of things. Can you, and honestly, please write this down. Oh, on no, on yeah, your we'll, end. We'll, we'll get into that. Yeah, we'll Sound talk about... Episode 2, Scientology. Their corporate structure. No, pl- how please write things. this down so we don't forget. Fascinating. Fascinating stuff. Uh, no, like I told you, we'll have an outline for every episode. No, but sci- epi- we need to do Scientology. This is, not the, yeah. this is not the episode here. But I would just say, Assault and Priesthood 13, I gave it a 6. You gave it an 8. Yep, I enjoyed it. It's, it's not a... It's a, a 7.3. Clearly, I'm in the wrong here. I want to factor in more about how the low low the budget was and low my expectations should be because of that. But also, I watched it. And I'm like, oh, I'm so bored. I had to rewatch it again today to go. Oh, there was the dad. He killed the guy. I didn't see any of that. Right. I was right, so right, bored. Right. I was like, why are they even? You know, I don't give a shit. You're not. You're not wrong. <clears throat> I'm not going to say that you're. Because I think I, I came in this with no expectations. And I came out liking it. And again, I saw it in a very, very unorthodox way that I think made the movie better. So I think maybe that's why it worked for me better because I saw it in such an odd, 
a very, very strange way of watching the film. And I saw it in a way where I saw it 12, 13, 15 years ago. Who knows? Yeah. And then I saw it. The next time I saw any footage of this movie was... I hate to bring it up, but we need to bring it up. Uh, Red Letter Media. Yeah. When they suddenly ranked, out of fucking nowhere, uh, usurping us. Usurping us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Honestly, we've been doing this, and I I said in the first episode, do you remember? In in, in the Month of Madness, I go, we're going to rank our Carpenter movies. And here they fucking go. They're way more popular than us. Can't deny that. So I don't blame them. Shit, yes. But... I just want to say, ranking the Carpenter movies, that is way more our territory than theirs. Right. So they rank their Carpenter movies, and I'm like, oh, fuck you. Like, I love you guys, but come on. Like, that is our territory. We're doing this, and like, we're building toward this thing. And they went, no, we're going to do that. And I'm like, and I watched the episodes because, of course, I do. I'm a masochist. And I'm like, oh, that's what Assault and Precinct 13. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they talk about it in such a, like, loving light jay does at least well jay this would be up jay's alley movie like but i watch it and i go mm, i'm more like mike i want yeah. solid story structure with great characters that's what i want in a movie and like i said i i watch what i want but also i respect the budget you're not going to get that in a, in a budget this right. low and i know sure. that so i respect that and i factor that in i'm very fair if nothing else i'm very fair about budget yeah but it's still fucking boring. And I still like it. So it's it's a conundrum of an episode. And that is John Carpenter in a nutshell. A conundrum. Yes, he is. If I, if I had to put one word on Carpenter, conundrum would be it. That would be the, the Carpenter word. I wish John Carpenter had more time to do another series of films. He, but he just doesn't. He does, no, he to, has time. He just He's not interested well, because he... Go, go, because Ghost of the Mars, I think, really fucked him up. Ghost of the Mars really kind of fucked him. So for ten years there, he didn't do anything. Well, and I figured. And I, I wish that he would have done more stuff in that period, like before the Masters of Horror stuff, like that period of time, because he followed up Masters of Horror with the Ward, and then that's it. He's done. You know what's sad is right now, this very second, Carpenter could start making movies on the super sure. fucking cheap. Oh yeah, with his his son and their band and make music that takes away so much of your budget. We I make think our that's own what music. He's, he, uh, he's just focused on music now. I think that's no, what but he if he wanted to make movies, he would, but he doesn't want to. So he doesn't want to. No, he's enjoying playing music with his kids, and that well, why wouldn't he? You're good for I don't, him. Yeah, you know, he has a legacy. His legacy is secure. You know, he he's gotten more appreciation as time has gone on. Because twenty years ago, no one gave a shit about John Carpenter. No. Now I feel like he's gotten the respect he deserves as time has gone on, and like a Mortal Combat, I think is what really got him. I think pissed off. Broke. No, I think Mortal Combat is what because with all the the all the sort of uh, connections to Big Trouble in China, Mortal Combat gave him a boost in the mid nineties. I think Carpenter had sort yeah, of a little renaissance there. He used it for Escape from LA and Vampires. I know, and he fucked up when he did. But I, say what you will, I do like Vampire. I think Vampire is a fun movie. I, I like, no, I and, like Escape from L.A. I love that fucking Escape movie. Escape from L.A. is fun, too. I That's going to be way too. up on my list here at the end of our series here. <laughs> ah. Just a little spoiler there. I love that fucking movie. 
It's a fun movie. Vampires is also another movie I love. Adam fucking loves that movie. <laughs> Vampires is a lot of fun. I do. Part like of our part of our last two episodes of this of this program here are going to be. Uh, it's the, whatever is it, 11 through 31 or whatever it is, and then 10, 1 through 10. And part of that is going to be guessing what Adam would think. Yes. So that will be a part of our last, our closing of this, because Adam was the big Carpenter fan here to begin with, oh, which yeah. is why we started the show. And he's not here anymore, but I do want to finish up here. Unlike the Orville. I can't watch the Orville without him. It's just not, it's not the same. Yeah. But... Carpenter is, at his worst, still entertaining. Yes. That's what makes him fascinating, is he's an entertaining as shit director. I've known he, who he is since I was, <clears throat> the thing came out before I was born, but when I heard about him, probably, I don't, obviously Halloween I knew, as far as I have memories, I know who John Carpenter is, I'll say that. He was he was doing films before I was alive, before you were alive. But he's that important, and I feel like people are starting to forget his his impact, his footprint on the horror and sci-fi world. Like there are certain filmmakers who appreciate him still, but I feel like people, the audience themselves, are starting to forget, which is a shame. Which is kind of why they're, I they're like for, doing this show. A lot. They're forgetting a lot of stuff. They're forgetting. You're and it sucks lot. because yeah. you need to know, like, we're big in the film, you and I. If you want to know why this director, like, like think about uh, De Palma. Who's De Palma's biggest influence? Hitchcock. Hitchcock. Yeah. That took you half a second to answer that. We both knew the yeah. answer. Yeah. You need, in order to appreciate your favorite film director, you need to know a little bit of backstory. Is why yeah. I feel like Carpenter will kind of be forgotten, and, and the people who took after him will like take credit for that. Like, kind of bothers me. That's why. I don't, that's mm. why I love doing this show and finishing it up, and just fit, like tying a ribbon on this thing. Let's be done with it. Right. Let's give Carpenter his respect while he's still alive. Because by the time we end this, honestly, he might be dead. I, I really hope he's not. And but he could be. Honestly, he's at that age. He's in his eighties now, I believe. He could be in his I late seventies, but I, I still smoke as the day is long. No, the I don't want him. To, I don't wish any ill will on the guy, but oh no! But I still want like filmmakers and film lovers to to listen to the sort of shit like we're doing here, which is nonsense rambling. But I want them to appreciate a guy from way before they were born, and just this is what. That's why I say I don't love this movie, but I really fucking respect the shit out of it. It is so low budget, and he made such an interesting movie out of it, and I, I appreciate the hell out of guy for that. So, yeah. <clears throat> but yeah, it's it's a it's a good movie. I don't, I don't know what to say about it other than that. No, that's fine. Let's get out of here. Let's do it. Our next episode of Carpenter LAW John Carpenter review will be Starman, nineteen eighty four. We have some Jeff Bridges in this bitch. Yeah. And that's and, and, all uh, I know about the movie. Karen Allen. Oh, no. <laughs> Karen Allen. All I know story. about Starman is I is Jeff Bridges, and I used to own it on Laserdisc. End of knowledge uh, of Starman. Obviously, wow. he's a Starman. He's an, he's an alien. All I know. Right. Yes. 
Uh, yeah, I, I haven't seen it in years. So. I do have the Shout Factory, so I'll watch it and it has the special features on it. I'll get all the special features. Why so don't I have that? For it. I, I just bought it on a whim because I think it was like 10 bucks one day. They <sighs> sell for it. I was like, I should buy that. So I did. It came out the I, year I was born, the year of Ghostbusters, 1984. And, yeah, and, anytime there's a movie on sale, especially if it's like a nice special edition Shout Factory or Arrow. I'll buy it if it's cheap. You know what's weird with DVD slash Blu-ray is Arrow has surpassed Criterion. Yeah. So it's Arrow, Criterion, Shout Factory. We're below that. Shout Factory's pretty solid, though. They're catching up. But the problem is... They They have all the license, though. I feel like Shout Factory has way more license than, say, Criterion. They're just and, not as uh, organized as Arrow no. is. They need the... Yeah, because... Yeah. Arrow is smart, and they're like, we're going to organize our collection so people who are collectors have, like, the Arrow right across their collection at the very top, you know? Right. Shout Factory is kind of all over the place. Criterion. We released this movie as Criterion on Laserdisc, but not DVD. Maybe we'll do it on Blu-ray. Um, you, know, you got kind of a... It's like, just do it if you're going to do it at all. Come on. Seven on yeah. seven was Criterion Collection on on Laserdisc, not on DVD or Blu-ray. Why? Yeah, that is, that is why. Yeah, they have a different numbering system. It's it's all the fuck over the place. But all right, let's get out of here. Until next time, which is Starman. In the meantime, I'm Phoenix Starman West. Dick, Dick, thirteen, Dick it. Oh fuck! Does that mean inches or? It's not inches, is it? Be honest. No. Oh, hell no. I'm close. Okay. Bye-bye. I, 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 I've made peace with that. Thir- so if, centimeters? Uh, girls, yeah, no, it's not. I don't know. Maybe 30 centimeters. Maybe. We need to learn the metric system here in America, and then we'll Me get back too. to you, okay? All right. Royale with cheese. <laughs> 13 royales with cheese is what he said. cheese. <laughs> Big Mac's Big Mac. Come Big Mac. So long, unfortunate European vaginas here when Dick shows up. Bye.